welcome back to the Biblical Principles Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for everybody that listens. Thank you for all the correspondence we get. I also want to say thank you to those that are listening in countries other than the United States of America. That um, thrills my soul to think that there's somebody listening, that I'm being a benefit to somebody. And uh, it really makes my morning sometimes. I get up real early and a lot of times and I'll check the podcast as soon as I get up and I see I've got some downloads overnight, and uh, those overnight downloads were from, I guess, what I consider to be overseas, where it's it's pitch black dark here, but over there it's the middle of the day, and um, I just wanted to say to you, thank you for listening, and my prayer is that all is well with you. I realize that we'll probably never meet each other this side of glory. But we do, I do look forward to the day that I see you for the first time on the Sunny Banks of Deliverance. And I hope the podcast is a blessing to you and a benefit. And um, if there's any way that you could just drop us an email there at biblicalprinciples at juno.com, let us know you're listening, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. Um, it. It would really make my day to get one of those emails from anybody who's not listening in the United States. And thank you again for your support of the podcast. That email address is all lowercase letters, biblicalprinciples at juno.com. And today I'd like for you to find your place there in the book of Romans, chapter number 5. The book of Romans, chapter number 5 and verse number 12. I want to deal with the subject today of the nature of of mankind, the nature of mankind. Here in the book of Romans chapter 5 and verse number 12, the Bible says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. That one man that sinned, of course, that was Adam in the Garden of Eden. He he partake he partook of the fruit that cast the whole world into sin. And that sin that Adam committed forever changed the nature of mankind. God's God's nature, of course, is pure and holy and just, but man's nature is corrupt because of sin. And that nature will never be done away with until we receive our glorified body. Even if you're saved, you still have the natural man that lives inside of you. That's why it's such a battle sometimes to live for God inside of our own minds because the old man has no desire to live for God. And what we're going to see today is the nature of mankind and how it hinders how it hinders the new man who's trying to serve God. So you could turn over to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 2 and verse number 14. 1 Corinthians chapter number 2 and verse number 14. The Bible says, But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. We're going to see that the nature of mankind has a knowledge that's limited. Our knowledge is limited. We cannot experience everything that God has for us because of our limited knowledge that we have as a result of us falling into sin. And also, you'll see that that knowledge that's limited also considers the way of God foolishness. You see that? It says, for they are foolishness unto him. 
Sometimes the way of God seems foolish to that natural man. Why? Because his knowledge is limited. He can't see past his fleshly desires and his fleshly wants to see that there is a God that loves him that would change his life if he would just come to him. But unfortunately, the nature of mankind has a knowledge that's limited. And then the book of Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number 18. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number 18. The Bible says, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts, their understanding is still limited. Having the understanding darkened, it's darkened because of that sin, that that sinful nature that dwells inside of us will produce a knowledge that is limited, not because of God, but because of our fall into sin. God has a desire to enlighten our mind. God has a desire to give us the victory through pure thoughts, according to the book of Philippians chapter 4 and verses 8 through 9. For time's sake, I'm not going to read that, but the knowledge is limited because of sin, but God does have a desire to allow us to think pure thoughts, but we're going to have to get close enough to God and make the right choice to yield our life to God. Otherwise, we're going to deal with this knowledge that's limited for the remainder of our life here on earth. Notice that the Bible says this, because of the blindness of their hearts, inside their heart it's blind, but right there at the start of the verse, having the understanding darkened. Not only is the heart blind, but the understanding is darkened. Turn over to the book of John chapter 3 and verse number 19. The book of John chapter 3 and verse number 19. The Bible says, and this is the condemnation that light has come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. That limited knowledge, the limited knowledge that we cannot understand and fully glean what it is God has for us, produces, because of the nature of mankind being fallen, produces a love for darkness, which in turn just makes that knowledge that is limited even more limited. See, we walk by faith and not by sight. We can't we can't see God with a physical eye. We see him through the eye of faith. But what we can see is the fleshly lust that bombards us on a daily basis, that our nature because of sin has fallen, and our nature is limited because of our knowledge that we do not have of God. And what happens is that darkness starts to creep in because of a knowledge that is limited. And then the book of Jeremiah chapter 17 in verse number 9. The book of Jeremiah chapter 17 in verse number 9. The Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? The nature of mankind has a deceitful heart. The Bible says it's desperately wicked. It's prone to do wickedness. It's set on doing wickedness. It's deceitful. Do you realize your own heart will even deceive you? into believing that what you're doing is right because of the nature of mankind being limited because of sin in its knowledge, but then also the nature of mankind has a heart that's deceitful. We'll, we will convince ourselves that what we're doing is right. That's how a man, woman, boy, or girl gets wrapped up in religion 
And what happens is it produces a change on the outside, but there's no change on the inside. But that deceitful heart convinces them time and time again that they're a good person. The problem is it's not about being good. It's about having Christ in our heart and in our life. The book of James chapter 1 in verse number 26. The book of James chapter 1 in verse number 26. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. That's that deceitful heart that once again will cause us all sorts of problems because the nature of mankind, because of the fall into sin, the knowledge is limited, but the heart is also deceitful. Look at what's what is able to happen to a man that's religious. If any man among you seem to be religious, he's religious, he goes to church, he does good, he's probably a pretty good person. It says, but and bridleth not his tongue, that means... Really, basically, that means he cusses out of one side of his mouth and then praises God out of the other. In layman's terms, that's what it's saying. But deceiveth his own heart. And you know what happens? He deceived his own heart just because he's going to church. The Bible says this man's religion is vain. Him going to church and giving money and doing good works produces vanity because what's happened, because his nature is corrupted, His deceitful heart is causing him problems. The nature of mankind has a knowledge that's limited, a heart that's deceitful. But then the book of Titus chapter 1 in verse number 15. The book of Titus chapter 1 in verse number 15. Unto the pure all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. The nature of mankind has a defiled mind. His mind is set on doing wrong. His mind is set on sin. Why? Because sin is its just like a drug. Once you've partaken of it, you desire it more and more, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger until finally you've got a monster that's completely out of control. Nature of mankind has that limited knowledge with a deceitful heart. And then add on top of that a defiled mind. The Bible says that nothing is pure. They're prone to go astray at any point in time. We live in a day, we live in a day because of the internet. It's amazing I'm saying this and people are listening overseas and here I am going to say something bad about the internet. The internet's a great tool, but unfortunately, the nature of mankind has got it so corrupted that it's defiled the mind of millions of men, women, boys, and girls because that sinful nature that they, they have inside of them is unsatisfiable. They cannot, they cannot satisfy it. So that defiled mind just continues to push them deeper and deeper into sin. You'll notice that the, the word conscience is used right there at the end of the verse, but even their mind and conscience is defiled goes right back to that deceitful heart. They convince their self that what I'm doing is right. One of, one of the things that will just about drive me to the brink is when I hear somebody say, well, the way I see it, it doesn't really matter how we see it. It's how the Bible says it. And we have to realize that saved or lost, 
the nature of mankind still has that defiled mind that he's got to deal with, and that conscience will convince him that he's doing all right when he's not really doing all right at all because his nature has a defiled mind. Then the book of Genesis chapter 6 and verse number 5, the book of Genesis chapter 6 and verse number 5, the Bible says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Remember that defiled mind? Well, it's not that in 2021 our mind is any more defiled. Here in the book of Genesis chapter 6, not long after Adam took a bite out of that piece of fruit, the Bible says that God saw the wickedness of man, and it was great, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Why? Because once sin entered into the nature of mankind, it defiled him. It defiled his mind because of a deceitful heart, because he's dealing with a knowledge that's limited. And we need to get to a point as Christians, as men, women, boys, and girls who love God, that we're going to have to realize that we are in a battle and that our mind will play tricks on us. Our mind will deceive us. Our mind will lead us in the wrong direction. The only stability, the only stability that any Christian has in this world is the Word of God. It's the foundation of truth. It's the cornerstone. Everything that I believe comes out of the Word of God. I don't try to convince myself in my mind that what I'm doing is right. I take the Word of God and I line it up with what I'm doing, and I know that I have the approval of God because His Word says that the direction I'm going is right. It's not the way I see it. It's not how I feel. It's the way God says it. But we need to realize that the nature of mankind has a knowledge that's limited, a heart that's deceitful, a mind that's defiled. And then lastly, in the book of Romans chapter 7 in verse number 18, the book of Romans chapter 7 in verse number 18, for I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing, for to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good. I find not. The nature of mankind, lastly, is fleshly. It desires the flesh. The flesh will lead you astray. The flesh will deceive you. And I'm not talking about your physical, the, the fact that maybe your muscles I'm, I'm, or your bones, I'm talking about that fleshly nature that dwells inside of all of us, that unsatisfied appetite for sin that is liable to get out of control at any moment because our nature is fleshly. It loves flesh. That's why that's why a man will sit there and he'll and he'll eat until he's almost sick because the flesh is unsatisfiable. That's why a man will sit there and he'll watch things until he's almost sick to his stomach because the flesh is un it's it's it it cannot be satisfied. It's never ceased to amaze me how somebody will sit there and watch a football game or a soccer game or a baseball game. It amazes me how for four and five hours somebody will watch some, some another man 
woman, boy or girl, run a bunch of puffed up air up and down a green grassy field and get all excited and scream and holler and, and run and they'll wear shirts of their team jersey and all that and they'll say, we won and they're not even part of the team. But they come to church and you couldn't get an amen out of them if you paid them $5 for every time they said it. Why? Because the nature of mankind is fleshly. He loves flesh. He desires it. And it, it's unsatisfiable. And we need to realize this in the Christian life as we live day in and day out, that we have to deal, even if we're saved, even if we've accepted Christ as Savior, that the nature of mankind is still fleshly. He's still got a defiled mind. He's still got a deceitful heart. And his knowledge is limited. Now, all these things are overcomable by making the right choice, by yielding our life to God. But we're going to have to realize that we're in a battle, and this battle is only won by yielding to the Spirit of God that dwells in and among each and every one of us. But we cannot win this battle on our own. If, you, if you're listening to this podcast and you're lost and you're not saved, and you're saying, well, I'm going to get these things cleaned up and then I'm going to get saved. No, you need to get saved because chances are, even after you're saved, you're still going to commit sin. There's, there's a 100% chance of that. Chances are you're still going to struggle. You don't have any victory. The only victory comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. The book of Romans chapter 7 and verse number 24. The book of Romans chapter 7 and verse number 24. This is what the Apostle Paul said. And the Apostle Paul was a great Christian. O wretched man that I am. This is what Paul said about himself. Who shall deliver me from the body of this death? That's that nature of mankind. Verse number 25, I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. The only way to overcome that fallen nature of mankind is through Jesus Christ our Lord.